Welcome, watching a beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And tonight we will discuss the end of a great fucking series and a fairly average, average movie from the MCU. And what are you drinking? I'm drinking something that we I've already I think we've already talked about it. It's a, a while back. Oh. Yeah. Tropical Slam. Yeah, Tropical Slam by Boulevard. Yeah. It's a tar- uh, it's tart and fruity. It's not horribly tart, but it has got a little bit of tartness. It's nice and fruity, so it's really, I like it. Right. I'm having slush from Prairie Artisan. You may have discussed this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm giving it a 375. It's sour ale with strawberry, raspberry, lemon, and lime. Berries really kind of come for, through quite a bit. Um, pretty tart. So Overall, mm-hmm. it's a decent it's sour. So when we went to two local breweries, wind shift today, and then went ahead and ran into East 40 afterwards to have the chocolate orange fools rush in, which is a pretty goddamn good beer. It's a stout base, and they added some extra cacao nibs and orange peel, and it turned out like an orange candy, well, orange chocolate covered candy. And you could really get more orange as it warmed up a bit. Yeah. I give that one a four seven five. I actually gave it a four two five. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> and but you did give one a five today from the shift. The midnight supercell, and it's a stout. It's imperial double coffee. I did give it a five. I mean. To me, it was really good. Yeah, I gave it a four. And those was sweet coffee. The taste was similar with a bit of roast in it, but it was a bit thin for it was 9%, I think it was. Yeah, it was 9%. Yeah, so overall good, but yeah, nothing great. And surprisingly, actually, two of the better beers we had were from East 40 because we also had Remnants, which was a very peachy beer. It was quite interesting. I actually gave that a four two five also. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half. I mean, the peach was right there. It was almost like peach champagne in the nose, and then um, I could actually feel like I was tasting the peach skin while drinking that one. And then a bit of the saison kicked in on the back side of it. But yeah, it was really good. So, which one first, the bad one? Well. You say it's bad, and I will say it's better than um, a lot of their regular shows. Yeah, but this is a movie, and you've got to compare it to the other MCU movies. But I know. they'll all end up playing into the shows anyway, so you got to be watching a whole clusterfuck of shit. So. And, you know, their, some of their shows are shit. Yeah, so... And, so Eternals was... It was it was okay. I mean, for me. Yeah, I did fall. We we went ahead and divided it up into two nights since it was two and a half hours. It was just easier, and I fell asleep the first night through part of it. But I already had figured out what was gonna kind of be the cause of some of this shit going on, and why the Eternals were trying to stop this celestial from being born because it destroys planets. Yep. And which then makes me think, well, Thanos was right, because these Celestials 
when they are born, I mean, they need humans. They need the population to be a certain amount. Yeah. Percentage. A large amount. Which is a huge amount. In order for them to be born, which destroys the planet. Which destroys the planet, exactly. So the deviants, which looked cool, but didn't make much sense to me. It looked like a bunch of sinewy fucking whatever lines um so you kind of see through them and stuff it's like when they're eating people or whatever what good's that doing now well the only thing is is where's it going the only thing is is that it's kind of like the prometheus deal is that you know eternals were you know made and then Sometimes there's this thing where you feel like it's a mistake, and so they have to have... So they become the deviants. They have to make the deviants. And Prometheus was the same way. They had, you know, they made humans and then, or the aliens, I can't remember exactly, and it was a mistake, and so they made another, you know, type to, you know, destroy the other. So that was what this was all about, basically. Well, yeah, it was the Eternals were there to... Pretty much make sure that the Celestials were born, and the Deviants were trying to stop it. So the Deviants really weren't wrong, no. really, in the long run. No. So it's it's a whole planet for one. That's the whole problem. Yeah. And that be, does become the real problem with the Eternals that are there, because they've grown to love and care for... The humans. The humans. Or actually just the planet in general. Yeah. You know, they think it's beautiful and stuff like that. Well, not all of them. Icarus is a big dick. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. He he was played by Richard Madden, a.k.a. Rob Stark. And he's very, no emotion. It was just no all emotion. fairly monotone. Very robotic. I uh, just, yeah. Yeah. It's not a very well-rounded character at all. No, it wasn't at all. But... I mean... Well, it started kind of, you see, early on when humans were, well, a few thousand years old, the deviants were killing them and the Eternals were there stopping Mm -hmm. that. And now that the population's so huge, what is why the deviants were just now attacking the Eternals. Right. Because they were trying to make sure that the planet, yeah. you know, they don't want the planet destroyed. Right. Well, they don't want the celestial born or right. anything. And this is the first time they've ever gone after them and they can suck their power. And mm-hmm. actually, at that point, they kind of become a whole. You can actually see, you know, everything they form right. become they, more of an eternal Themselves. Yeah, they get the power, you know. And yeah. then the main one was giving the power to the other ones, you know. Oh, right, he was sharing. He was sharing the power. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is that it, most of the Eternals didn't really know what the end game was. No. Only one did. Yeah. Well, two. Well, two. Right. But that became one. It, <laughs> but after a while, we but we never knew that, no. you know. No, not, not for a long time. Until you see the flashback, right? As to Ajax, Selma Hayek's character, dead, and gets blamed on deviants. 
which it wasn't. Well, it was, but it wasn't. But it wasn't, right. <laughs> it was deviance that did kill her, but it wasn't her fault. Right. Or, well, it was at the hand of Icarus. And one character really kind of knew what was going on, but she was basically kind of insane. Oh, Sprite? No, Thena. Oh, Thena yeah. really oh, did well, yeah, know. Her, her. Because she was having, you know, all kinds of visions and flashbacks, and they were all confusing and would make her attack people because she just was so confused by them because their memories were erased on a continuous basis. Yeah. And it didn't really work that well on her. I just see Mahershala Ali listed in the cast, and I do not remember him in it. Maybe it was the moment I was asleep. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. They don't give a character name or anything either. Maybe he did a K-A-R-U-N. voice. K-A-R-U-N. Oh, no, that's not right. No, that's Harish Patel. That's that was right. the guy running around with... Um, oh, that's right. He was... Yeah. Uh, he was his... Camera guy. Yeah, camera guy. Come on, Johnny. Not Johnny's um, character, Kingo. Yeah. Who had become a Bollywood actor. Oh, he was just a voice. No, uh, he wasn't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Whatever. So, but there are, again, there's two after credit stingers that I guess we should talk about. The other Game of Thrones character, Kit Harrington, was, was in, in it, it too. He was in it a couple times, yeah. Well, he was the main kind of love interest for Cersei. Well, Icarus was her love interest for thousands of years, apparently, but he'd been kind of gone, and she fell for a human. Well, he disappeared on her. Yeah, and his kid was a professor. They got listed as Black Knight, but you don't know that until much later. Right. Till the credit scene, but um, he actually understands a little bit. And when Cersei's trying to tell him, you know, that about these power stuff, of course, actually, I think all along he kind of knew about him. It wasn't like it was totally hidden from him. Well, maybe her part was, but the whole other part was not because it was in his family. Right, but I'm just saying that. The Eternals himself. Oh, yeah, right, but, right. You know, and her powers, it was like he knew a little bit about it, and he told her, you know, at the end that, hey, you know, my family's had its issues too. He's trying to tell her, but he never gets to the story yeah. until the last credit scene. Yeah, he's trying to tell her his family's not normal either. Yeah. And then we had, in the first post credit scene, Harry Styles for whatever reason, is playing someone named Star Fox, who is Thanos' brother. And he says he's here to help them because, what, three of them were sucked in or brought back by Amorous, the god or whatever, the big main bad celestial who was mad because they stopped this other celestial from being born. Well, yeah, he was mad at Cersei. Yeah, so he he took three of them. So, Cersei and Sprite, wasn't it? No, because Sprite stayed there and become human. Oh, that's right. Kid, I think it was Cersei, Kingo, and maybe Fastos, I think, maybe. So, but... Oh, yeah, it was. Anyway, he showed up with a fucking leprechaun dude. 
That looked fake as fuck. It was voiced by Patton Oswalt. And, yeah, we're, we're here to help you. And it's like, well, why the fuck is Thanos' brother doing whatever? And then the last one was Kit showing up in his office and opening this case, this big wooden case that had a sword in it that was kind of wrapped. It looked like mummy Wrappings, shit. yeah. And, um... So he's unwrapping, and someone comes in, and, um, yeah, this is where his Black Knight comes in, I guess, as to who he's going to become. But I'd read somewhere that neither one of these really had anything to do with this story, technically. It's just setting up other stuff, I would assume. I mean, I can see, though, where the Star Fox scene will play into the next movie, or whatever the hell. Yeah. Which actually... We still need to see was Doctor Strange isn't out yet. I would assume part of that will probably play into it. So Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Um, and we haven't watched Spider Man yet, so I don't know. I, don't, I doubt there's any real tie-ins there anyway. There goes the fucking motorcycle at nine o'clock at night in early March. Surprise. Hmm. Of course, it was warm enough today. So, all right, then let's get on to something that was fucking fantastic. And what would that be? I don't know. Why don't you tell us? It might be Last Kingdom. <laughs> Last season. Season five. Ten episodes. And it is fabulous. You really need to see the whole thing. Well, really. Yeah. It is not a standalone. I mean, there's quite a few characters in this. Right. And there are. Um, and this season was one of the best seasons of anything I've really seen quite there's a real, while. There's really a lot that goes on in this <gasps> season. Excuse Good me. and really bad. So, so We're talking about Uhtred, son of Uhtred. He's played and, by Alexander Draymond. Yeah. And destiny is all. Destiny is all. But not according to his daughter. <laughs> not at all. No. Um, well, if, if you haven't watched it, it's Uhtred as a child. His dad was the ruler or leader. He was lord. Lord of Bedenburg, yes. and which is in Northumbria. And... Well, they were under attack, and his uncle decides to kill off his brother, and then goes after Uhtred, because he wants to rule. Because Uhtred's older brother had already died, also. And so he now had to take his brother's place. Yeah. Literally, which means he had to take his brother's name. Which was Osberth, or was that his original name? I can't remember. But he ends up naming one of his kids that you see that later. Right. But he's taken in by... Um, some Danes come and rescue him. He's taken in um, along with a few other kids that they protect him. So he's he was born and baptized Saxon, but he's raised a Dane. Mm-hmm. Right. So he ends up helping Wessex, which, you know, England... Well, what they want to create England. Lord Alfred for the first several seasons, and then his son King Edward in the last few. 
And this one here deals with him getting back to his destiny. Well, we have Beppenberg, right? Mm-hmm. We have Brita, who is his first love. Yeah, which was also one of the kids that the Danes had raised. That's right. And she is very, very Dane. Yes. Now. Yeah. And has been for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And he is, I don't know, he has a foot in each world. <laughs> he oh, yeah. really does. At all times. At all times. Yeah. And, you know, he's respected on both sides. I mean, and kind of hated on both like sides. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. The kings do because the kings still see him as, you know, the enemy. A Dane. A Dane. Yeah. yeah. Even though they, he has helped them win wars, yeah. win battles, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, Brita, uh, they had a child, didn't live, no. and they yeah. went through all kinds of stuff together. She married what he considers brother Ragnar. And she yeah. loved him very much. Yeah. And uh, he was murdered. and By Knut. Which ended up being her... Newt just changed the letters around. You got what he really was. He was a cunt. <laughs> and then she ends up falling... Well, I don't know, in love, but not kind of really with him, Knut. Oh, yeah. Well, she ends up having one of his kids. And then kid. she gets pregnant, but he doesn't know this. They go into war. She finds out that he was behind... Um, Ragnar's, Ragnar's death. death. So she kills him, and you know she has this baby. And that's where this one kind of picks up. So it's about, uh, I'd say about five years after the season four, because this girl's four to five years old. It seems not much older at, at that. I don't know. She seems a little older to me, but uh, I have no okay. clue. Okay, yeah, she does kind of look maybe eight or nine. Yeah. But they're in Iceland. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, she's and she's got her own group. Yeah, she's got her own followers, and boy, are they followers! Yeah, they completely follow her to the T. And the child is considered a seer. The child is not a seer. Probably not. They no, just... the child is psycho, just like her mom. <laughs> no, she didn't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, you get raised by a psycho, you're going to probably be a psycho. Yeah. And so, but she uses her as a seer and picks people to sacrifice in a couple of instances. Mm-hmm. You know, the first one's for them to finally go to war because she wants to kill Uhtred. Yeah, she's after Uhtred no matter what. Yeah. She, she thinks he's behind all of her doom. Yeah. And um, so <clears throat> she starts heading... Everywhere, but first she sends a spy to what the hell? Where was that? Um, uh, damn it! Well, it's um, Sig Trigger's brother. Now Sig Trigger is one of the kings of the Danes, and he's married to Uhtred's daughter, Stiora, and um, I. I don't know how to pronounce this dude's fucking name. It's something really kind of weird. Where the hell is that? God damn it. I don't know. Anyway. Rogvalder. 
<laughs> oh, Rogna, Rogna, Rog, Rognolder. But yeah, he's kind of a drunken idiot. He's been nothing but a pain in their ass. Well, he's been nothing but a pain in his brother's ass his whole life. Yeah. And, you know, he's drunk, wanting something, and he shows up. And he shows up and says he's, you know, needs a place. And he's got some friends, and they're coming. So he opens the gate, and, well, it's Brita. Well, he's saying they're being accused of something that they didn't really do. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yet. <laughs> Anything that Brita had anything to do with, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, she, she was cold-blooded killer. She didn't care. And so she, well, Uhtred's in Rumkova, which the settlement that they've set up, it's kind of a trading post, and he's got his men with him, Citric, Finnan, and Osforth, unfortunately. And then he's been raising King Edward's son. His bastard son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Osforth, the warrior priest. <laughs> yeah, warrior priest. Let's him know. And calls him a bastard. Occasions. But the thing is, is that he was a bastard too. That's true. He, <laughs> he was. So I guess he could call him bastard. Yes. And that... That led to some fun moments, but um, we have the king's wife's father, who has shown up what last season, I believe, Alphelhelm, who is just a piece of shit, nothing but about the power. He's got money. Yeah. You know, and because so, he is a lord of land and stuff like that, so yes, he does. So he's got his right hand man that he pays to do all his dirty deeds. He sends him out to kill, um, well, uh, goddamn it, Edward's son that Ragnar's raising, which is one of the other Ethel. There's a lot of Ethels going on. Yeah, Ethel Red. No. Is it Ethelred? Uh-uh. No. Well, it's one of the Ethels. There's a ton of Ethels. Yeah, I can't keep up with all of them. Yeah, I think Ethel... No, Ethelred was the piece of shit that was married to... They was the a... king's sister. Ethel fled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Ethel Stan. Ethel Stan. Yeah. And so... Since he's been trained by Uhtred, that doesn't work out too well for this guy and his two best men. No. You know, they're trying to kill him while he's out on a boar hunt. And, well, his two best men end up... Dead. Dying. (laughs) He, uh, the main guy doesn't die, but uh, the other two do. Yeah. And so, you know, at this time, Ethel... Fled, <laughs> and the king's sister, who's, um, well, the leader of Mercia, is heading to see him, and we end up finding out that she's dying. Yeah, it's looking like she probably has like breast cancer, and it's really, really advanced. Yeah, 
And well, she, of course, wants her daughter to take over. And Ethel Helm, the piece of shit, he wants none of that. So he's trying to kidnap her. Grandma, Ellsworth, Ellsworth. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> there's a few L's too. Um, you know, she is trying to protect her. And Ellsworth has been nothing but a pain in Uhtred's ass oh, the whole she time. She has been pretty much the most hated person in this show. Yeah, she has been the cunt. Yes. And, Extreme. But you find out that she's starting to, I don't know, loosen up. I don't know what you want to call it. But um, after her husband dies and all this other kind of stuff, she seems to... Well, it's mainly because her son, Edward, has kind of put her aside. Because he's a cunt. Yeah. He doesn't want her to have anything to do with helping him. No. Because he really wants all the glory. No. He really does. And he listens to Ethelhelm way too much. He actually listens to all kinds of people that really he shouldn't be listening to. True. But he never listens to Uhtred when it's necessary, you know. Right. Yeah, he wants his son, or his grandson, um, well, he's another Ethel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're I'm never going to get them all. fled, but yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Ethel Stan. He, it wasn't Eared Wolf. It wasn't Elfric. <laughs> I can't keep track of these motherfuckers. There are so many of them. Yeah, it, it's really He's an hard. Ethel Stan, is what he is. He was Ethel Stan. He also. was an Ethel Stan. There, and believe me, some Wait, of these names have been repeated. He wasn't repeated. Elf Weird? <laughs> no. I don't think so. I think he was Ethel Stan. Okay. Are you sure? No, he's Elf Weird. Yeah, he's Elf Weird. He's uh, Elf Weird? Yep. Okay, well, <laughs> he's no. a weird elf and <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck I'm at oh you're right so anyway, he he's is awful to... weird he is awful weird yeah. sorry he's trying... there's too many <clears throat> he wants him to take over but he's afraid since the other ones are still alive oh he will and well so he's Ethelhelm's trying to set up a war between the Danes and the Saxon yep so there's this little religious group with um, one of the... They're pretty much peasants. But she's a, she is but, like a seer. It, not a seer, but... What is she? Um, I, I don't remember. But she's thought of highly because of her artistic abilities. and. Well, she's almost kind a of, prophet in a yeah, way. Um, really. And it's developing a... Well, it wasn't a... A following... Well, no, I'm talking about what they were sewing. Oh, the yeah. tapestry. Yeah. And so they're going to take it to a religious site uh-huh. that really would not welcome Queen because they would see it as an affront on their lands by the king. So she goes in quietly. Well, Athelhelm had sent his man to send men <clears throat> to pretty much kill this group, especially the one girl. Excuse me. 
well, and leave someone alive to tell the story. Well, the queen went with them, unbeknownst to anybody, and yes. she went ahead and said she was this girl. Which, normally, she would not have done that. No. But I think she was learning that her life was pretty much hell. Yeah. With the king. Right. And, well, that and her faith was just too much. And so, she took and said she was this girl. She gets hung. And that's when more shit starts happening. Because that whole thing was to set up this war. Saying they attacked these peasants. And, well, when it's found out that she's dead, she's taken, the body is, you know, put up, but it was taken by Heston, who yes. was a Dane, and took, took her to Uhtred, and they put her aside, because, you know, they just assumed that whoever it was was after her, mm-hmm. and... They thought they were after the queen, and right. they weren't after the queen. And, well, Ethelhelm did not know that she was there, still doesn't yet, until his man goes back to Rumkova and sees this body. Mm-hmm. Well, and this priest that has a loud mouth. He never <clears> can shut his mouth. Yeah. Shouldn't be saying. And so he goes back, and, oh, boy, Ethelhelm is really upset. But how the hell would they didn't know? These men didn't know the queen. No. And she wasn't dressed like a queen. No. No. So now he's pretty much had his own daughter killed. Which he keeps hidden. Yeah. Especially from his own grandson, which presents problems later on. Yeah. So, anyways, Lady Ethelflaed passes in Mercia in order for it to go to Elfwyn, her daughter, and has to go through... What the hell were these... The Elderman. The Elderman, yeah. And they all have to kind the of vote on it. Wit- the Wit... The Witten. The Witten. The Witten, yeah. Which is the Elderman. Um, Ethelhelm is trying to pay them all off. Well, one of them, before she died, she had taken a letter giving him back his lands or some lands that they discussed. And he more than likely would have went ahead and voted for Elfwyn. If he hadn't gotten all involved in this crap. But Edward didn't want his niece ruling anyway. No. He didn't think she was ready. And even though they had kind of an agreement, he didn't think that with someone else there, it would cause problems and it couldn't help create the United England. Mm -hmm. So he has all the eldermen killed. All of them. Yeah, it was really kind of a surprise. Yeah, it really was. Because Ethelstan, who is his son, trained by Uhtred, was made kind of king, or not king, but the leader of the army, pretty much. Mm -hmm. There were some guards, and he saw this going, taking place. So he's trying to prevent it. Yeah, and he's, you know, gets a few of them (laughs) killed. Yeah, but, I mean, that's his normal reaction. Yeah. Yeah. He was just doing his job, what he thought should be done. He didn't understand what was going on. He wasn't told about this. So, since that happens, Edward just goes ahead and becomes king of mercy also. 
takes over Mercia. Which, that's really not... No. It was not wanted it at all. not by how it was supposed to be done. Yeah. His sister didn't want it, and Mercia no. did not want it. No. Because they... They're fairly independent. They were okay, only okay with being allies. They really weren't real great about it, you know. Right. But um, well, they definitely did not want to be under his thumb. The other Ethel asshole that Ethel Flood was married to, yeah, he thought he was too big for his own britches anyway. But um, his right-hand man at the beginning becomes Ethel Flood's best, you know, advisor, Aldhelm. You really end up loving this character. Mm-hmm. He was really good. But um, anyway, in order to really make it look good, well, or whatever you want to call it, he ends up sending, Elfhelm sends men to Rumkova as revenge and pretty much wipes out all the Danes that are there. And at this point, Uhtred... Citric, Finn, and um, well, Uhtred was gone. The others were there because they were fighting this off. Right. And we got a really sad moment. One of our favorite characters, the priest. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fuck up his name because Osfirth. I want to say Osbert, which was Richard, oh, but yeah, Osbert. Um, yeah, he's fighting off two of them, trying to make sure that Elfwin escapes. And, well, doesn't end so well. No. But just like Father Bioka last season, fourth season, this was a pretty rough one. And it was rough on the characters, too. Yeah, because he was not just... A brother to them. No, he know. was part of the team. He and was completely. Even later, Uhtred says, "Well, the four, and they're like, um, it's not the four of us anymore." Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and they're really missing Osforth. You know, he was a hell of a fighter, and he was a good man. Yeah, and boy, the girls wanted him. <laughs> at least, at least those two, those two drunken idiots. <laughs> They were fighting over him. <laughs> Jay could not understand what the hell was going on with that. And he's like, I don't know, and just walks off. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, so we don't, we'll never know. No. <laughs> but, no. Um, well, so that attack happens. And, okay, then Ethelhelm now is, he runs off once everybody kind of realizes what's going on. But he's trying to make, an alliance in Bevenberg, which the Northumbrian men had already met the King of Scotland and were yeah. gonna, you know, help him, work under him and kinda unite with them. Well Ethelhelm comes up and takes over. Tries Yeah, I mean he does pretty much try taking over everything. He does. He and does. running it um from Uhtred's cousin who's now running Bevenberg. Which he shouldn't have been. But no. That's but, how that works. Yeah. He killed his own father. Yep. And to take over. He's getting really irritated by Ethelhelm. Always jumping in and 
pushing people around and Taking you know, control. bitching about the food and all this shit. Oh, it's because he's such a cunt. Yeah, but he'd taken his grandson with him, kind of protect him. Yeah, he. Yeah, this, the grandson did show up. Yeah. And so while he's making the deal with King of Scotland, he's telling him, you know, hey, Edward's going to jump the gun, and you know, because when they find this out, they're bringing the army up, and. Of course, Sutra's like, you know, just stay back. Wait till you get my signal. He, three of them were going to go in and save him, Citric, and Finnan, and save Elfwyn, who has been captured since, you know, after she left from Kova. Um, she was captured and taken there and held hostage, but she's going to now have to marry the King, King of Scotland. Scotland. The only thing is, is that... To create an alliance. He had already told her up front that he would never love her, never treat her badly, because he loved someone else that was also married. And that he would make sure that she was happy wherever she wanted to be. So, while she was in a birdcage, she was still somewhat free. Yeah, she wasn't... So, she wasn't as put off by the whole thing at first. He was like, you'd be free to be with whoever you want. You'll just be my queen and we'll live elsewhere. Yeah, he was even going to let her live wherever, you know, in another one of her castles or whatever. And so Uhtred, for his plan, had gotten Heston to agree to go help. And we had the return of... All right, now I can't remember her name either. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just call her the Warrior Nun, because she is a badass. And um, so she's helping. She was in the um, church that was nearby, which later they end up using it as a signal, I guess you could say. But yeah. Yeah, so... They faked that their boat had crashed and they were trying to bring all their wares in, um, which they knew would, that the soldiers would start taking all their shit anyway. Right. And um, Uhtred's cousin would want to keep it. It some was healed. Yeah. Healed. Healed. Okay. She is. Um, anyway, her and Heston go in. Later, Father Prierlig was going to wait for them to pick him up on the shore. And so they slip in. Heston actually, for once, stands up and is honorable. Yeah, he is. By not giving in and, you know, saying that Uhtred was there. You know, he said, no, I'm, it was just me and her. I was just here to, you know, heading to the small community to sell his stuff Mm -hmm. and yeah that didn't work out so well they kind of figured he was lying um and because you know they knew the others were there yeah and they stabbed him yeah but as Udra said he finally made his way to Valhalla yeah (laughs) he was he was not always a great guy because before that he was really a piece of shit that was only in it for himself and the money and he assumed he was going to be the same here. Yeah. Because well, that's all he'd done. Well, yeah. And he was, uh, yeah. He was 
Uh, but this is taking too long for Edward, and so he goes ahead and sends his men in because, you know, it's not that big of a thing. We can get in there and take them out before the Scots arrive. So... But he doesn't really realize that there are Scots behind him. No. In the woods. Yeah. Well, they know they're coming. They just don't... They don't know where. They're that close. You know. And they think they have time. And no, they're right behind him. In the woods. Mm-hmm. And so he attacks. Um, and as you said, that's not going so well. But they realize inside that the Scots are coming because the church has been lit on fire. Mm-hmm. So they actually start pulling men out. That way they can let let them flee through the gates into the beach. And it makes it look like they're all leaving. And some of them are and really The majority of them, yeah. The, yeah. the women, children, yeah. weaker fighters and stuff are leaving. And so they're assuming they're all pulling out. So they go ahead and open the doors. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they get oiled and caught on fire and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. The and hot Edward oil seems to just... have no remorse for any of those people dying. No. I mean, none. No, but... None whatsoever. He didn't even blink an eye, to be no. honest. Not really at all, but... And Uhtred's son is watching all of this. Aldhelm, too. You can see it in their faces. That he... Well, it's not... Yeah, Uhtred's son, the preacher... The... The priest, yeah. Yeah, we forgot to mention that Breed had cut his balls off as revenge to start the whole thing. Well, actually, his whole manhood. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Yeah. So, to start the whole thing, but... um. That was, yeah, for her part, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, he's watching this and knowing that there is no remorse. Right. I mean, they're watching the men... Die. Die with hot oil being poured mm-hmm. on them. And then the fire comes down. You know it's going to. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming in. <laughs> so those guys all come out. All the Bebenberg fighters. Well, except for a few. Yeah. <laughs> um, they start fighting. And then when the other ones come in from behind... They start pushing, the Scots are pushing the Saxons, then Edward's men, towards the sea, well, which is a cliff. Of the cliff, yeah. <laughs> Edge of the cliff. And they have no place to go. Nope. Now, we also hadn't mentioned that Sigtrigger um, had a few issues. Well, Sigtrigger was... Dead. He was murdered because, yeah. well, killed by the king because yeah, he was he killed re- by Uhtred. Uhtred did kill well, him. Well, Uhtred killed him, but the king sentenced him to death. Yes, yes. I mean, but he wanted Uhtred to kill him because he wanted a great warrior to do it because he refused after all the fighting that he had with Breda and everything. He refused to give in to the king and become a Christian. And become a Christian. He was not going to be baptized. Nope. And he was not going to take the one God. And so Uhtred made a deal where his daughter and the rest of them could leave without having to be baptized. So Pestiora had no, I mean, she was a queen, now she has no place. So she took 
you know, her people up into the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, was um, she was grandma. <laughs> yeah, mom. Um, uh, the other guy. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but I was like, am I right? Um, she went up and talked to her, and first they weren't gonna fight, but Uchard had shown up. Um, when he saw a few of them out in the woods, he went to see what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. And he ends up talking everybody into, well, giving a hell of a speech to joining the fight. Yeah. And they come in and start wiping them all out. And right before Edward goes over the cliff. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad he really didn't. Yeah, it was kind of a shame. He is such a dick. Yeah. So... There's, so when the um, Scottish king sees this, he tells him to start just burn down the fucking fortress because yep. he don't want that on his border. Right. You know, and then being able to use it and attack. And so they start to set fire. But like I said, luckily, little cousin was still up there. Him and um, his right-hand man were taken out. The guys that were torching the, the outer buildings mm-hmm. that were close. And you know, Uchard goes in during this. And of course, Cousin doesn't want to fight fair. He's like, no. well, you know, I, I can't match you in swords, so we'll make it a fair fight. So it was three on Uchard. Yeah. And two other men come That's in. some fair fight there. Yeah. And just like the one earlier with um, <laughs> Edward's son. Where he killed two of the three. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, Uchard kills two of them and goes chasing after his cousin. And finally gets a hold of them. They're fighting, but Uchard doesn't stab him. He just pushes him over a ledge. And he lands on the dinner table in a great big, nice, was a candelabra type thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went right through him. Oh, yeah. It was. The plates were covered with blood. It was so, a you great know, if anybody scene. wanted a meal, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, they they only took one hostage at this point. And the main, King of Scotland yeah. took six, but I mean, technically they were beaten anyway. So, they end up making a trade, and Uchard makes a deal to keep the peace. Well, of course, Ellsworth's giving her son the credit for the win. Yes, she and does. Edward does thank Uhtred and everything he's done and all the men. And, and he's the Lord of Bebenburg yeah. and yep. blah, blah, blah. And, well, it went a little farther than that because Uhtred tells him what really happened. He made a deal with the king because yeah. he was not going to kneel to anybody mm-hmm. anymore. He's like, you know, because Edward said, you know, once you pledge to me. Yes. Um, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. He said, I made a deal with him. I'm keeping all Northumbria together. There will be, you know, peace for now. He said, I'm going to rule this. So I'm like a buffer between you two. Yep. And Edward's not happy. Oh, no. He hates anybody going against him. Even his own family. Uhtred tells him, hey, your father's wish will still come true, just not in your lifetime. Oh, I'm sure that. Yeah. He said, you know, this here will keep the peace. Yeah. He said, sooner or later, though, we'll all break down. Yeah. And 
Just not right now. Yep. So in a generation or so, it will happen. Uh -huh. so, but right now, this is how it's going to be. And then we see Richard going up and you see flashbacks throughout the whole thing. Throughout his whole... Yeah. 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 Well, his, because his Brita, life. when he'd gone out to forgive her, pretty much, he yeah. still had some feelings for her. Um, so he's forgiven her and she's accepting and can't believe, you know, after everything, that he's accepting and he goes to hug her and then you hear Steora. something... Hit him, yeah. Because yeah. Stora was not going to forgive no. Brita because with everything she'd done by sending in Sig Trigger's brother, causing the whole mess, that caused ended her up husband. getting him dead. Yeah. There was no. She and what arrow she did right to through her. Her brother. Yeah. You know. I'm oh, true. That. Yeah. You know. Yeah, about the her brother being the one with the dick cut off. And balls. His, his whole thing. junk cut off. Yeah, so, but um, then we also, before it's over, we see Hild bringing in a young man, and his name's Osborne. Yes, which so, is his son. Otherwise, it's one of the other Richard's other son. I don't remember when he was sent off or taken off. I guess he's the yeah, supposed to be the youngest. I would assume so. Yeah. And I did read that somewhere. He was the youngest. Okay, I thought he was, but I could not remember which season he was born. But I can't remember which, yeah, and which mom and who, yeah. was his. Because Richard had lost a few wives. Yeah, and he lost at least one, uh, two, one or two children? Yeah, he lost At least two, well, one. The baby. The baby, and then, um, was that Brita's or was... The Brita's was before it was born. I oh, remember. no, he did lose, too, because Brita lost hers. It wasn't born. Right, okay, that's it what was, I uh, Yeah, but still, he lost two. Yeah. So, no, this was a hell of a fucking final season. I mean, most of the time, I was kind of on the edge of my seat, and, you know, like I said, I was falling asleep during um, The Eternals. I, I stayed up later watching some of these, and no problems. <laughs> Just, they're just too damn good and just get your blood pumping. So Netflix is going to be releasing a follow-up feature film called The Seven Kings Must Die. So this is the final part of The Last Kingdom. It's like um, two, three books, something. Yeah, I think you said three. I think it's supposed to be three books. Um, this is kind of, I don't know if this part was planned but the other part was planned. It was only supposed to be five seasons. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, but that was planned years ago before I think all the rest of the books were finished. So that's where we are now. And Alexander Draymond is coming back as Uhtred. Yay. It's supposed to come out 2023. Yeah. And um, it's supposed to be over the... Saxon stories, War of the Wolf, Sword of Kings, and Warlord. So those are the three books. It's supposed to be early half of 2023. Okay. Well, yeah, the next season of Vikings Valhalla is coming out in 2023 also. So um, that's pretty much 
It's supposed to be around two hours. Yeah, they need what, to make it about three to be much better. <laughs> true. It's just what they're kind of estimating at this point. Yeah, good. Because, unfortunately, yeah, this was the final season, and it was damn good. Actually, the final episode, and I was telling you earlier, on IMDb's actually got a 9.9 rating. And I don't know if I've seen that. That's pretty goddamn high. <laughs> With yeah. 1,083 um, ratings. So, that a lot of people seem to like it. <laughs> yeah, it's been very good. I mean, they didn't skimp on any of this stuff. No. On story or anything else. I definitely so. I mean. I know we missed a few storylines here and there with Edward getting remarried and everything, but... Um, it's hard to it's get through just, everything. There's, there's so much there. A lot happened in the yeah. last season. And, and whenever it's um, <laughs> a binge watch, it's you know you go through them all instead of doing a podcast every every one, which would probably be easier. Do short ones <laughs> after each episode or something. But no, it was fantastic. I definitely give it out of five four point nine. <laughs> four point nine eh. eight. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> Actually, yeah, it, it could be a fucking five. It really, there really yeah. was nothing bad about this season at all. No, you had the characters that you don't like. You probably pretty much continue to not like them. Though poor Uhtred, in the long run, is still stuck stuck with Alfred's oh, wife. Yes. yes, Edward's mother. <laughs> she decides that the sea air is good for. What ails you? And she was gonna stay, and she will need rooms with the seaside See, view. Yes. <laughs> and the look on his face is like, oh. Yeah, you fuck. really feel frustrated at that point, big time. He had. She has never liked him ever. No. And now she just wants to stay and be a thorn in his side. Well, she realizes that he's been the best thing that they've ever had. Yeah. And you could kind of see that, yeah. And he did love her daughter. Yeah. I mean, he really did love her daughter. And the granddaughter, Elfwyn, gets to stay and marry the guy she wanted to. He's just a normal guy. Sinleaf, Sinleaf, whatever. Yeah. Sigleaf? Is it Sigleaf? Sin. Oh, Sin? C-Y okay. something. Yeah. But yeah, he was a new character this season, and actually I really, you kind of like, yeah, it's Sinleaf, Kinleaf, maybe it was Ken. C-Y-N-L-A-E-F, yeah. Yeah, he was ready to fight and whatever, and then he gets a chance to marry a princess? I mean, she was supposed to be queen. Yeah. You know, so... At least the ruler of Mercia, anyway. Not quite king. She'd still be under the king, but... So, yeah. Yeah, it was... And grandmother arranged that. Yeah. And I mean, they cared for each other, but I was really surprised she went that yeah, direction. Yeah, her to marry pretty much, like you said, a warrior. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody of importance. Nope. He was just friends with, you know, her cousin. <laughs> right. That is, that's true also, though. Yeah. With, um, whichever... Which, um, Grandma ended up actually liking that grandson in the long run. Yeah. 
Even though he was... Oh, well, that's the one she had sent off. Yeah, she had him sent off. He was the bastard who he really wasn't a bastard. No, he was Because the king did marry... His mom. His mom. She wasn't of importance. That was the first, his first wife. Yeah. And because she was not set up by them. They had everybody. Had, you know. Yeah. No advantage anywhere with lands or anything. That's how they ended up with Ethelhelm's daughter. Uh, Yeah. Are you done over there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess then now I'll wrap it up. What'd you give this one? Five. I really would give it a five. Yeah, it was great. So I can be reached on Untapped at MCONNOR 666. She's MC Vampire or Donabeer at gmail.com. We're out.